0: To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Hi, I'm Olivia, and I love Disney. I love walking into the park and going through the tunnel and feeling the magic wash over me. You all know what I'm talking about. I love the smells, the sights, the sounds, and the overwhelming nostalgic feeling I get every time I'm there. I guess you could say I'm a proud Disney adult. Every week, I'll chat about ways to make your next Disney vacation the best it can be, I'll talk to Imagineers who have made dreams become reality, and I'll shed light on all of the ways the Disney company has risked it all to get to where they are today. I firmly believe that dreams do come true by working hard, never giving up, and of course, wishing upon a star. So let's sit down on a bench, look to our left at Walt's lamp in the window, and become proud Disney adults. Hello and Merry Christmas. I'm Olivia. I'm your proud Disney adult. Um, I toyed with not releasing an episode this week because it is Christmas, but I thought that I would release a kind of just quick and to the point episode as we head into the new year. I can't believe this is the last Monday of 2022, so I figured let's just release an episode. Um, I'm actually in the middle of watching The Glass Onion right now. I don't know if you guys have watched it on Netflix yet. Um, I've been kind of watching it on and off all day, which is probably the opposite way you need to watch a movie like that. Uh, Monday is my heavy editing day for my other podcast and this podcast and kind of just catching up. Um, but I do watch a lot of things when I edit, um, especially when there are things that I don't have to super, you know, be be focused on. Um, But it's good. So I'm at the last 15 minutes and I paused it to record this episode, which again is funny because that's probably like the opposite of what you need to do. But anyway, I wonder what you guys think of it. I think it's good. Um, The funny thing is, is Knives Out, um, we ended up renting it on Redbox, which is also funny because my mom wanted to watch it. And like, you know, boomers still watch DVDs and we were watching it the whole time And it kept doing this thing where it was like skipping and we just thought like oh it's nothing it's just skipping it's fine and my boyfriend Arturo was like guys is this is literally wrong like this doesn't make sense story wise all this different stuff anyway we get to the end of it and realize that it had been skipping through random chapters the whole time so we watched the whole movie like in a really random sequence um so I really don't even know how that movie was because we found out who the killer was in like the first 10 minutes which also didn't make sense um so anyway <laughs> this week I wanted to talk to you guys about my hope for 2023 going into the new year. um, There really isn't that much Disney news, but we can go over it. But really, as we end this year and people are wrapping up their um, Christmas time off and um, I'm sure New Year's parties and going and prepping into the new year, I just thought let's make a really hopeful, fun episode. But before we do that, let's get to the Disney news of the week. So we can talk about ride closures really quick. Um, There's not too many new ones as opposed to what I've talked about last week and the week before. Um, So Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln will be closed from January 9th to the 23rd for all of you that love that. Um, I don't go to it often, but I do know it's very nostalgic and should never leave the park because I know it was Walt's favorite. Um, Again, Minnie and Mickey's Runaway Railway is opening. Also, that's a tongue twister. Minnie and Mickey's Runaway Railway. I always want to say Minnie and Mickey's Runaway Railway. It's opening the 27th of January. So, if you're new to the podcast, you're planning a Disney vacation, um, maybe for next year, planet for around then or at least sometime next year. I'm very excited for the opening of Toontown in March and um, Minnie and Mickey's Runaway Railway. And also on the 27th, um, the new Nighttime Spectacular Wondrous Journey is coming out and that is to celebrate the 100 years of Disney, um, the Disney Corporation. So, I say beginning of February is a really great time to go. And again, hint, hint, Arturo, my 30th birthday is end of February. So, like, let's make this happen. Um, So, another ride closure. Uh, Before I was talking, we were saying it was indefinite, but we did get some opening dates. Radiator Spring Racers will be be closed from the 17th to the 24th. Um, I'm kind of surprised. I feel like it might have been longer than that just based off of you know, what's been going on with it. Um, Mickey's Philhar Magic is closed and that has an indefinite date. And then the Inside Out Emotional Whirlwind also has an indefinite date. So, um, you know, we've got some closures coming up as we've talked about many, many times. Splash Mountain will be closing. We don't have a date for that in Disneyland yet, but I'm assuming it's going to be the first couple months of the year because it is set to open. Um, the end of 2024 which you know that's still a while away but Disney World's Splash Mountain is closing the 1st of January. So and by the 1st I mean January I believe it's 23rd. I could be mistaken it could be the 24th. Um uh, one more thing that has been added is that Disneyland did add um, a courtesy advisory to their official website um, so like the know before you go section um, apparently because of all of the brawls and aggressive behavior Disneyland has followed Walt Disney World lead and added a courtesy section um, on the website and it explicitly mentions that the consequences of a lack of courtesy um, pretty much you'll be ex escorted out of the park. Um, Disneyland is a private property, so that won't be tolerated. Uh, and I feel like that kind of bleeds into what I want to talk about um, this week. So, first of all, I think it's just crazy that people are getting into fights in Disneyland. You know, I can play devil's advocate really easily and say, I get it, like there's a lot at stake when you're on a vacation like that, especially for the once a year goers or the once in a lifetime goers. Um, Disneyland is very, very expensive. And if you have your kids there, I don't know, maybe it's hot, (laughs) there are large crowds, Uh, maybe there's a ride that's closed you wanted to go on, maybe your kid is freaking out and doesn't want to be in the park even though you paid for it. I can understand that there are a lot of variables that would make somebody very upset um, when you're on vacation because, you know, that has happened. I mean, that has happened with me on certain vacations where, yeah, things just get out of hand. Um, You could maybe get emotional and not really understand why you're there and the purpose of going which is to spend time with your family and enjoy what Disneyland is and has to offer. Um so yeah, I do think it's really ridiculous that people are full on getting in fights and um without knowing the full context of each of those situations, it's like I really think that we need to go into 2023 with a really good perspective and positivity and that might sound really like whatever Olivia, you know you're trying to be all what positive and that that's not inherently me anyway like my personality isn't like let's look at the bright side of everything you know I've been in Disneyland and I've had moments or I've been upset about stuff um, but I just feel like in the midst of everything that has happened in the last three years and then now with Bob Chapek and Bob Iger In the midst of price increases and Genie Plus and park reservations, I just feel like everyone is so unhappy. They're unhappy, I mean, generally with the world, but we're not even going to get into that. Um, But I feel like people's general unhappiness and negativity in the world is now bleeding into vacations or bleeding into specifically, you know, Disneyland um, I think a lot of people are taking that stress that they have in their daily lives and they're putting it on a company or they're putting it on their vacation. And of course, not everybody, but just from my perspective, that's what it seems like. Um, and I understand there are a lot of frustrating things about Disneyland now. You know, I do see a lot of the things that are like, oh, why is it this way? It never used to be this way. Oh, they're nickel and diming us. Oh, it's so expensive. And I agree with all of those things. But um, really, I think we need to come to the conclusion that we're still going. You know, know if you're listening to this podcast it means you love Disney Um, whether you are able to go to the parks or not you do love Disney and what it does and so if we're still going to Disneyland I think we all need to have a better perspective on on going to the parks and accepting it for what it is because truly no amount of complaining or you know saying dear Bob Iger like none of that stuff is really going to change what the company and you know what the CEOs and the boardrooms are going to do. They are going to do what's best for their company and a lot of that is going to have to do with money because they are a huge corporation. I mean none of us knows what it is like to be the CEO of a company you know speaking on Bob Chapek none of us knows what it's like to make really big decisions and I think we see things like the park reservation system and you're like well why are they doing that but then you look at the a nitty-gritty of it and it's like Disney actually wants to make your park day as best as it can be the reason why they have park reservations is so that they can monitor you they can see how many people are in each of the parks they can bring out parades or characters and they can disperse people and they can work on crowd control so there are a lot of things that I think Disney as a company is trying to juggle on top of just normal park maintenance and running the park and dealing with safety and dealing with people's happiness and crying kids and everything that you could possibly think of. So I just feel like I really want to go into 2023 in my personal life with more positivity and more inspiration and motivation, but I also hope that we can do that as, you know, a little society of Disney lovers and proud Disney adults. I hope that we can go into this next year going, okay, there's a lot of things that we don't like and maybe things are closing we're not happy about or, you know, we're getting charged a certain amount, but if we agree that we're going to Disneyland now, um, let's have a positive attitude about it. Now, with all of that being said, some things I hope to see for 2023, that I think will be very exciting. The opening of Toontown, um, the opening of Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. I think that's going to be so fun. Um, The new era of Splash Mountain, though it's so sad to see it go, seeing what they are going to do, even though we're not going to get the ride next year. Who knows? Um, Maybe we have some new hopeful renovations in our future. Maybe a new Tomorrowland. I think there's a lot of things coming down the pipeline that I'm really, really excited to see. Um, I'm also excited to be able to go to Disneyland more. Um, Like I had mentioned in the past. I haven't gone to Disneyland for the past five years Um, and just recently this year I was able to go twice and it was really awesome and it sparked this idea to start the podcast. Um, So I really hope I can keep going and getting tips for you guys and helping you plan your Disney vacations and making them really awesome. Um, I also hope that I can interview some really awesome Imagineers or people that have worked for Disneyland um, to show you guys the ins and outs of the park um, and so you can feel motivated and inspired And not just thinking that Disneyland is another theme park, but there's so much more that goes into it. Um, I do hope to see some changes from Bob Iger, um, you know, again, with positivity. But I hope to see maybe us not feeling so nickel and dimed about things. Um, And again, not that that's going to stop me or the majority of us from going, um, but maybe just seeing some things, maybe not even changing, but shifting a little bit. Um, you know, if people are really unhappy about Genie Plus, maybe seeing what a good alternative could be, um, seeing what magic bands are going to do for the park and for lines and for all of those things um, I I think that's going to be really cool to see that um, and I really just am excited to see what changes Bob Iger is going to make because I think he's a great CEO and he's going to be training up the future CEO of probably the next 10, 15, 20 years um, of Disney so that'll be very exciting and I think that the, the company is in really good hands now. So we just kind of have to wait. And I think 2023 is going to be a really exciting year for that. I mean, we're already seeing that with the 100 years of Disney and some new nighttime spectaculars and a new world of color. Um, and I think they're also really taking control of a lot of the ride maintenance and figuring out some of the stuff that's going on with the rides that are closing down a lot. So um, I'm very excited for that. Um, I'm also kind of excited for the holidays to be over, to be honest. And I'm kind of one of those rare exceptions that I, I really like Disneyland without, any of the decor. I mean, going in spring or March is one of my favorite times to go. I'm going to do an episode on the best times to go. Um, it's. I think it's just so magical seeing it for what it is. Not that the Halloween and Christmas aren't magical, but um, there is something about just seeing Disneyland the way that it is normally that I think is so magical. I don't, I don't really know how to explain it. Um, if you feel the same way, let me know. DM me because I don't know. I just, I feel it. Yeah, so I really I really hope to see some positive changes this next year. But on top of anything, I hope to see us as a Disney community um, not just being so upset all the time and being really negative about what is going on in both parks, but just kind of taking it for what it is. Or, you know, if you're not stoked about it, not going (laughs) Um, because. I think if we are going to go, we need to show our support and then obviously do the best that we can to have a good time when we're there. You know, there shouldn't be a policy of like not hitting other guests. Like, that's insane to me. So I hope that all of us can just chill out a bit and enjoy our vacations. I, you know, I think one of my last things again is just the excitement of this podcast as it's starting out It's still really fresh and new and you know, obviously I don't have a ton of listeners yet So if you're listening to this in the future, hello future um, but I am very excited for Hopefully the audience that I will get and more proud disney adults that come and listen to the show Um, i'm excited for the guests i'm going to be able to have on the show and a lot of other things that I have in the works um, because i'm very serious about making this a really not only awesome business but um, a way for all of us to I don't know just sit back and relax and um, like just chill out for a second and listen to the things that we want to listen to. Um, You know, I, I never thought I would get like this personal on the show, but I really started listening to Disney podcast. Uh, um, I would say in 2020, when the pandemic hit, um, I was looking for Disney podcast. And I also hadn't been in a long time. And I happened upon the WDW radio. If you listen to Disney podcast, you probably know Lou Mongello. He's one of the most OG. I mean, he has like he's been doing this for like 12 years. Um, And he was such a positive person to listen to. And even though there were things that, I didn't even really know what he was talking about. It would just put me in a really good headspace. And um, as I went into 2021, I started dealing with more personal things. Um, My boyfriend found out he had cancer and um, through, you know, a whole year. And of course, as we keep going in the future, um, there's a lot of uncertainty. But I know that a lot of these Disney podcasts I listen to and, um, you know, hearing Imagineers or listening to books, um, it really helped me Apart from obviously so many other things that had helped me with my stress, Disney podcasts and thinking about something that I loved so much really did help me because it put me in a nostalgic mindset and um, it reminded me that there was a little bit of magic in this world. So I hope that this um, podcast can be that for you. So, you know, I think that's all I want to talk about today and I will be um, talking to you guys can I make the joke? I'll talk to you guys next year. (laughs) Um, And I'm hoping to come up with some really good topics um, for you as we head into January. And if you have anything that you want me to talk about, or if you have questions about Disneyland or the park or planning your trip, please let me know. You can find me at the proud Disney adult podcast on Instagram and the proud Disney adult on TikTok. There I post a lot more reels and just little tips and tricks throughout the week. Also, please tag me in your stories if you're going to Disneyland and you have um, taken any of my tips to heart because i would love to see it especially if you've packed a lunch please let me know and as always remember to be a kid find some magic and never stop working hard i will see all you proud disney adults next tuesday